off with the nugget this morning. We make a living. We make a living by what we get. We make a living by what we get. But we make a life by what we give. We make a living by what we get. But we make a life by what we give. Think about that. Your life is much more when you give. Amen. Glory to God. Because when you give, God has to put forth his blessings, his covenant blessings upon you. All right, Father, we're thanking you as we look to your word this morning. I thank you, Lord, that our eyes of our understanding may be open, Father God. And Father God, we will glean, Father God, what the Holy Spirit would have us to have this morning. We thank you, Lord, for Jesus' name. Amen. Years ago, uh, I'm going to date myself, and some of you may never hear some of these things. I've heard of these things. But years ago, there was a sports program that started with these words. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. It started out with a segment where an individual crosses the finish line first and he's raising his hands in victory. And everybody, you know, there's the, the thrill of victory. And then the next segment, they show an individual falling, stumbling, crashing, unable to finish the race. And there's the agony of defeat. There's nothing more exciting than winning. Glory to God. I mean, you know. If you're a spectator and your team's winning, you, you are, woohoo! You know, it's exciting to win. Victory is sweet, glory to God. Victory is essential to our health and happiness. Think about that. Victory is essential to your health and happiness. Defeat is destructive to our lives. And remaining in defeat unfortunately, hinders and even destroys your faith. So we can't remain in defeat or even be stuck in it. So it's certainly not God's will that uh, we walk in defeat. We are called to victory. Amen. We're called to victory. Gloom is a negative that breeds distress, depression, discontent, dismay, and leads to failure. I mean, you give up when you get in that type of situation. Most people don't want to be around someone who's gloomy or negative. How many people you like to be? Somebody's all moody. You're just going to, you know, that guy's had a bad day. You don't know what's going to, he's going to bite your head off. Stay away from that individual, right? Well, uh, even comic strips have such people that are unlikable. Now, this is where it's going to take, some of you won't even know who I'm talking about, but um, there's a couple of us. There was a cartoonist named Al Capps. He had a cartoon series called Little Abner, Little Abner. And um, in his comic strip, there was a guy named Joe Best, Best Fitz, or Best Fate, whatever, um, who walked around with a dark rain cloud 
constantly hovering over his head. It was a symbol of his jinx life of doom and gloom. Another comic strip was Sad Sack. It was an army individual. Sack, sack, sad sack. Could never get anything right. He was just, you know, he, he was a mess. Always failing and everything. Doom and gloom was around about that individual. Wow. In order to have victory, you must know that victory is accessible. In order to have victory, you have to know that victory is accessible or accessible. It is impossible to have victory without a victorious concept. We need some concepts here on victory. So turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Glory to God. Thank God for his word. Okay, we're just 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and we will look at verse 57. It reads from the King James, But thanks be to God, which has given us victory through Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, from the Amplified, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 reads, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's some stunning news. I mean, you know, wow. Uh, is such a thing possible? But God said it. He wrote it in his word for us to see, to hope, and dwell upon. Glory to God. 1 John. Let's go to 1 John. Way back there. 1 John. In 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, looking at verse 4, 1 John 5, 4, 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Glory to God. Read it from the Amplified, 1 John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God is victorious over the world, and this is the victory that conquers the world, even our faith. Glory to God. We need to be activated, energized through faith. It's faith that gives us the victory. Glory to God. It's possible. It's not impossible, but it's possible to walk in victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we're, we're still there in 1 John chapter 5. Look at verse 5. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is Son of God? From the Amplified. Who is it that, that is victorious over, over, that conquers the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, who adheres to, trust in, and relies on that fact. Glory to God. Amen. There's power in the name that gives you victory. Glory to God. Let's back up a little bit. We'll go back to Corinthians, but this time 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Something that we look at uh, numerous times, but we'll look at it again. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, looking at verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become anew. From the Amplified, 
2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Glory to God. That's speaking of you. You're fresh and new. You're not old and decrepit with sin any longer. Glory to God. Feels good to be washed clean. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, the old creation is passed away and new things are become anew. God's concepts are eye-opening. They are insightful. They have amazing blessings passed on to the believer. Think about that. God's concepts are amazing to us. I mean, wow. We were sinners and he loved us. And look what he gave us when we came to him. He gave us everything. Glory to God. That's victory. Glory. Um, there's an old saying. You are what you eat. You eat junk food, you, well, the same is true for our lives. Let's go to uh, Proverbs, book of Proverbs. Proverbs uh, makes a statement this way. Proverbs chapter 23, the book of Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Wow. A man's life is what we make of it. Or a man's life is what thoughts come to it. So what you think is what you'll be like. It's time that we need to clean up things. Begin to think as God has spoken over us. What has God has spoken over us? We just went through three verses, four verses of how he speaks, thinks of us. Man, he sees you on top and not the bottom. He sees you clean, brand new, fresh. Someone that's exciting. You know, when a baby comes in, 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 into the family, there's excitement. God is excited about each and every one of us. And when that baby comes, you, you think of everything, all the great things that that baby is going to accomplish. Well, that's the way God thinks about each and every one of us. Wow, I've given them everything. I've given them the word. As they hunger and thirst, they will grow into exactly what I want them to be. Amen, somebody said. I'm glory to God. I'll have to say it myself. If you are defeated, your thought life is full of negative things. And those negative things will bring failure into your life. And you'll never win. So, I'm going to give you an acrostic. Remember the acrostic? You, put, you write the word vertically, not horizontally. The word is victory. Victory. First letter is V. We need to be vigilant. First Peter. First Peter tells us this. In First Peter chapter 5. 
Some of you are faster. You got that machine with you. First Peter chapter 5. Verse 8. First Peter 5, 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may desire, uh, devour. Looking up from the Amphibine. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant. Be cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. That can't be you. Because you've been made more than conquered. You are victorious. But we need to be careful. Because the lion... If you ever watch the History Channel or the uh, Animal Channel, any animal of prey goes after the weak, the one that strays off. And if we stray off, we become weak, and he will pounce on us. So you can't be that way. You've got to be vigilant. You've got to be aware of your situation and circumstances. You have to stay with God. Don't wander off. Too many of us get the idea, well, I can do this. You know, just, just one time. The one time could be your Achilles heel. So don't let it happen. Glory to God. Romans chapter 13. In Romans chapter 13, we will continue on this vigilance here. Romans chapter 13. Look at verse 14. Romans 13, verse 14. But, be, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. There it is. We're vigilant. We should not put the, fall into our old man. We need to be watchful, be vigilant, be on guard. Glory to God. It's important to remain focused and on point. To have a clear, uncluttered mind. That's healthy. Thank you again. The letter I for victory. V-I. I. Imagine. We need to imagine. Go to the book of Ecclesiastics. I know I saw it here last time. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Imagine. We have to use our imagination with victory. How do we have victory? How do we maintain our victory? We have to imagine this. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Verse 11. We'll begin with verse 11. From the uh, King James. Because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set, to, set in them to do evil. Well, sometimes something happens. Then we have to be vigilant. Well, nothing happened to that person. Well, I can get away with it. That's how bank robbery started. Somebody started bank robbery and everybody else followed through. Okay. 
Though a sinner do evil a hundred times and his days be prolonged, yet surely I know that he shall be well with them that fear God, which shall, pardon me, which fear before him. Verse 13, but it shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he prolong his days, which are as a shadow, because he feareth not before God. There's consequences. We need to use our imagination about the bad consequences that will come forth as we do things wrong. Let's go to Galatians chapter 6. In Galatians chapter 6, glory, not too far. Galatians chapter 6, we need to, we need to imagine Galatians chapter 6. Imagine the consequences. Galatians chapter 6, looking at verse 7. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, he shall also reap. So if we go on the wrong side of God, we better imagine what the consequences are. Because we will reap what we sow. Amen? Somebody that has the I-me disease, it's only I and me. We should not allow that to rise up in ourselves. We need to be strong in the Lord. Amen. Okay, the letter C. The letter C in victory. Let's go to Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34. In Psalms chapter, oops. In Psalms chapter 34. Letter C. Cry out to God. 34, verse 6. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. Glory to God. There you go. We need to remember, we need to cry out to God in all situations. Cry out also with praises. For God inhabits the praise of his people. So if you're crying out with praises, he's got to listen. He says, who is that down there? Boy, he's blessing me or she's blessing me. I've got to do something about this. Give him something more to praise about. Give him a blessing. Give her a blessing. Amen. Don't allow the situations and circumstances to remove your focus from God. We need to always cry out to God. Glory to God. Amen. Go to Jeremiah chapter 33. We've, we've all heard this one before. Jeremiah chapter 33. And looking at verse 3. Jeremiah 33 and verse 3. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. From the Amplified it reads, Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things, fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish or recognize, having knowledge of understanding. He's going to show it all. Call unto me. Call unto him when, he, when you're tempted. 
Thank you, Lord. I, I, this temptation is removed. Glory to God. Use it always on the positive side. Don't go on the negative side. When the children of Israel were in the desert, they cried out to God, but it was always murmuring and complaining. He doesn't want that. And we cannot allow that to happen if we're going to, have to walk in victory. Glory to God. V-I-C-T. Letter T. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10. T. Take thought. Or take your thoughts into captivity. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 3. For we walk in the flesh, for we walk in the flesh, we do not war of war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Take those thoughts and put them in the obedience to Christ. See, temptation comes like the serpent in the garden. How did he come in there? Nice. They even talked to that temptation. Eve talked to the temptation. Adam didn't say nothing. Boy, that's pretty good-looking stink there. <laughs> temptation comes into, into, like a serpent into the garden. If not dealt with immediately, unfortunately, it becomes a desire. Wow, you're right. That is great-looking. Then it turns into action. I will partake. And it then it evolves into hurtful habits. Hello. So take no thought. The most dangerous form of LSD is lust, sin, and death. Keep your mind clear. Amen. Oh boy, we're going to get out early. Letter O. Letter O. Genesis. Chapter 39. In Genesis chapter 39. Letter O is omnipresent. God is omnipresent. Genesis 39, beginning with verse 7. And it came to pass while these things, after these things, that this that his master's wife cast his eyes upon Joseph, and he said, "Lie," and she said, "Lie with me." But he refused and said unto the master's wife, "Behold, my master wroth not what is with me in this house. He hath committed all thing, committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I. Neither hath he kept back anything from me, but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness?" And sin against God. Wow. God is omnipresent. He sees all things. He knows all things. So praise God. That's victory. When you know that God's with you constantly. Never going to leave you or desert you. Amen. Let's go to Psalms 
139, 139, Psalms 139. Glory to God, Psalms 139. Psalms 139. Look at verse 2. Psalms 139, verse 2. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my, my thought afar off. Um, it's the same in, in the Amplified. So, God knows us. And he knows there's, there, there, there are weaknesses that we have, but he's giving us the ability to walk and have dominion over those weaknesses as we rely upon his strength. Amen. Okay, that was the letter O. The next letter is R. So since we are in Psalms, let's uh, back, uh, go forward. No, we'll stay there. Backwards, I mean. Psalms 119, Psalms 119. Letter R. Rely on Scripture. Rely on Scripture. Psalms 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hidden my heart that I may not sin against thee. Glory to God, hallelujah. We need to meditate. Joshua 1.8. Day and night upon the word. In 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish, above all things I wish you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Your soul it has to have that word in it for you to prosper, to be strong. So we need to meditate and understand, receive the word of God. Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians this time. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Glory to God. Again, this is the letter R. Rely on the scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, looking at verse 13. There hath no temptation taken to you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. But with, with the temptation also shall make uh, a way of escape, that ye may be able to bear it. God will bring my, uh, verses to your mind how to combat the enemy. The word of God is an offensive weapon, glory to God, which is to repel and fight the enemy. Use your word against the enemy. When Jesus was tempted, he said, it is written. I don't think any of us are saying that. It is written. Get out of here, devil. I command you. Hey, it is written. This is Use the word like Jesus did it. How many has ever, when you come across the, the temptation or the devil's attacking you, have said, it is written? No, we say, I rebuke you. No, you can do that. It is written, I can rebuke you. Today you're using the power of the word. He knows where it's coming from because he's not, he may, might think it's just you saying it. But if you use it, it is written. You're using God's word. It's, pro, it's a priority that we need to Establishing our, our lives. It is written. Glory to God. Okay. Final. Final 
letter in victory is Y. Back up a little bit to the book right in front of you. In front of Corinthians, go to Romans chapter 8. That's Romans chapter 8 this time. The letter Y means yield to the Spirit of God. Yield to the Spirit of God. Romans 8 and verse 13. For if you live after the flesh, ye, ye shall die. But if, you ye, but if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh of the body, ye shall live. Uh, from Amplified. For if you live according to the dictates of the flesh, you will surely die. But if through the power of the Holy Spirit you are habitually putting it to death, making extinct, deadening the evil deeds prompted by the body, you shall really and genuinely live forever. Wow, we need to call upon the Spirit. He's the greater one within us. He resides within us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whatever God says to do, you must obey in order for His power in you to operate. So you got the power within us, but if within you, but if you don't put the switch of faith on, I mean, just like you go out, if you go out to your car right now, and sit in it, grab the wheel, press on the brake or the gas pedal, and where are you going? You're not going anywhere. You're just sitting in the car. You've got the power, but you haven't turned the ignition switch on. The power of the Spirit is within us. We need to put the ignition switch on. Until you call upon Him, him you're just going to you're going to be just like when you were seven and eight years old when, when your parents got let you sit behind the wheel of the car. You're not going anywhere. You're behind the wheel, but you can't go. They didn't give you the power, the key. Hello. Okay, that was... That's victory. That's spelling victory. Okay. If you have a mind to have victory, your hope must be in Him and who He is and what He has given you. Then you will win. That's victory. Roman, since we're there in Romans, let's go to Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. You can hang your hat on this one, as they say. Romans chapter 15, looking at verse 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Are you believing what the Word of God tells you? In believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Wow. We need to have hope to have victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Quiz time. See how many of you remember? One moment. The question is the rider of the black horse 
In the book of Revelation, chapter 5, pardon me, Revelation chapter 6, verse 5, had one in his hand, A, a sword, two, a scroll or a book, three, a set of balances or scales. Scales, all right, you were good, okay. The third rider of the black... Uh, the third rider of the black horse carries a, pay, a pair, pair of balance or scales in his hands, indicating, if you read a little bit further into it, indicating the way that bread will be weighed during a famine. A measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny, indicating a day's wage for a piece of bread. And think about how much you're making, and you can only buy a piece of bread. A piece of bread. I didn't say a full piece, but a piece of bread. And that's how it's going to be in the last days. Okay. Now, we'll go a little bit further. The four, four horsemen symbolize the evils that are going to come during the time of the tribulation period. The rider of the white horse possibly is the Antichrist, because he conquers all that he comes comes to. This is the last days now. The red horse speaks of wars that are coming, to, coming in. Of course, we, we looked at the black horse. It talks about famines. The pale horse symbolizes plagues and death. These are the four uh, horsemen of the, the apocalypse. I can't pronounce that. Okay, next week's quiz. Are you ready for this one? Who was Isaac's half-brother? You'll find it in Genesis. I should be, I'm giving you all the places to find. You, this is open book test, I guess. Genesis chapter 5, verses 8 through 9. Was it Esau, Joseph, Ishmael, or Jacob? Who was Isaac's half-brother? Amen. Anybody need prayer this morning? Well, glory to God, we're all healthy. Well, well, let's all stand. You're getting out early, 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 early. Okay, don't forget to pick up your calendars. It looks great. Thank you. And like I said, if you have not, or not in the class, but you need to get the, in the class or just read what's going on in the end time events, you will be excited. So, Father, we are praising you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that you've shown us what victory is, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that each and every one of us, Father God, walks in that victory, Father God, constantly, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you've made us to be more than conquerors. And Father God, what we put our hand to shall prosper, Father God, and what we will decree will come to pass. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord, as we go our separate ways, Father God, as we meet other people, Father God, we put, can put into action that which you've shown us today. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen.